everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Sunday to you guys. Um, I don't normally have episodes that come out on Sundays and it's significantly late here on the West Coast where I live in Washington State. However, I sadly realized that I did not post my last episode on Friday and just to be completely open and honest with you guys, it was because I forgot. I like forgot and you know, I record the day before um, generally and because it allows me to be able to post it as early as I possibly can the next day but to be honest, what happened was is my husband was really trying to create a de-stress kind of environment um, and not that the podcast stresses me out at all. It really doesn't. It was just mostly everything else that was going on in my life and he just, you know, we had a relaxing evening and then we just went to bed and it was nice. However, I forgot that I needed to come and record because I usually come record in the evening time because, you know, I have a regular full-time job and um, I just prefer it, to be honest. I think I would rather record later later late at night like I do or super early in the morning like first thing at the top of the day and maybe that'll be the case in the future but however I just wanted to come on and say I am so sorry because if people were looking for the ending to that uh, topic of trauma and talking about like, how to deal with triggers um, well you didn't get it when you wanted it and you didn't get it when you needed it and you didn't get it when I told you I was gonna give it to you so uh, today Sunday I'm gonna record uh, this episode and then submit it right away and then also still record the episode that's going live tomorrow on Monday uh, for a new topic. So anyway, let's just jump right into to, uh, back into the topic of trigger, or excuse me, of trauma. And uh, this last episode, uh, the fifth episode for that topic is called Dealing with Triggers. So um, let me just skip all my normal interest stuff and jump right into that episode. Let's talk about what triggers are and this episode I really want to talk about what, uh, how to deal with triggers and then just give you a couple quick points on how to deal with uh, overcoming trauma that you have experienced in your life and I don't want to like drag on and on but I just want to give you some quick tips for you to use to be able to overcome those things that you've gone through. Um, so triggers are reminders of past events. Sometimes can be unrecognized. You don't even realize that what is happening to you or the experience that you're having is a trigger. Um, it can come from unresolved traumas. It can also become from traumas that have been resolved and you have identified exactly where it's come from. But um, it can also come from ones that just no work has been done on those ones and can be really reactive expressions of being reminded of those traumas, you know, and and it could be something that someone else may classify as traumatic or over over the top, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is. That is just their opinion and they probably honestly do not understand what is happening. And that's okay. They are not, they should not be expected to know what's happening. Um, but just understand that that that's generally what a trigger is. And, um, Triggers can show as so many different things, so such as an anniversary date of past events. So that could be like a death of someone or that could be a date of something terrible happening, uh, whatever that reminder date that that thing happened that triggers those memories coming back to you. Um, triggers can even just being overwhelmed and overworked and just feeling stressed and too much is happening for you. Um, family troubles, relationship troubles, feelings of being judged or criticized. 
Um, even financial trouble, troubles can be a trigger. Um, mentioning of a tender topic, you know, the list goes on. The types of triggers that everyone can have is going to be differing, and you can't necessarily have a definite list of everything that could be classified as a trigger because everyone uh, experiences traumas differently because even if two people experience the same exact trauma, they're going to interpret it and experience it differently because everyone is made different and everyone uh, takes in the emotional and mental and physical experience much differently than the other person. It could be similar, but it's definitely going to be different. So that's just important to realize that your triggers are going to be different. Even if you went through the same exact thing as someone else, do not let someone else tell you that you shouldn't be feeling the way that you are because we're all different. We're all made differently. We all receive information and process it and react to it much differently. So just know that that's true. And people are coming down on you, then they're really just expressing their own unresolved issues and um, just they are projecting onto you, which they should not. So some of the best ways to overcome triggers is to first identify what the trigger is and where it originated from. You know, sometimes noting the trigger in a journal and reflecting back on when it became, when it began to become an issue. So, you know, dating back to when the trauma happened, um, or maybe that trigger took a little bit of time to develop to become a trigger. You know, maybe it was like a month or two after the trauma actually happened and um, some sort of uh, something that someone says or just going a certain place or, you know, buying a certain thing, doing a certain event, uh, started to become a trigger um and and that's that's pretty common uh for it to you know it doesn't matter it's not going to be a scientific amount of time of whether it's going to happen right away a little bit after or even a little bit longer after but it is important to identify the trigger so if you're able to really take a step back and change your perspective and realize that yes when that person brings up this topic it's a trigger for me and I need to um, learn how to work through that so that at some point I can be in a conversation where someone is talking about let's just say a random example is the Eiffel Tower then you're not constantly feeling like you need to run away from those conversations you know because the number one thing would be to just try to avoid conversations about the Eiffel Tower but you know at at some point you're not going to want to do that or it's just not going to be reasonable or possible for you to avoid those conversations so being able to identify it figure out why those things are linked to your trauma and to be able to work through it will better equip you for being able to overcome your trauma and manage that trigger so it's important to do that um, you know, and like I said, sometimes noting it in a journal, reflecting back on it will really help you, taking some time to meditate on that if you're not sure how it originated or where it came from or when it started. Um, but yeah, and being able to originate to what trauma, especially if you've gone through multiple traumas, that can really help to put the dots together of where that came from and how that one developed. Next, take the time to reprogram your negative thoughts. So remember to tell yourself that the reactions to your triggers aren't really what's happening and you aren't back where you were when the trauma happened and it can be so easy to get caught up so it's important to reprogram those negative thoughts so if you do um experience a trigger you know you walk into a uh, uh 
a social gathering that you're comfortable with, but then someone starts talking about the Eiffel Tower and that's a trigger for you because something terrible happened to you at the Eiffel Tower. Um, it's important to tell yourself, okay, you know, these thoughts are rushing back to me. I feel like I'm back there, but I'm not. I'm not back there. I'm in this room of people surrounded by others that are care for me or that I feel trusted with or that it's just a totally different situation. That person that hurt me is not there. Um, this is not a real experience. You know, they're just talking about it in their different sense. You have to be able to take a step back, shift your mind and realize it, realize what's happening in a different perspective. And you should do that quicker, as quick as possible, because it can be so easy to get sucked into the memories and the feelings and the experience that you went through um, based uh, from what triggered you from them talking about it, from them bringing it up, from getting a gift about it, from going to that place again, you know, and that can be really tough, but if you're able to immediately uh, realize when that trigger is popping up and take a step back and realize, okay, you know, yes, it reminds me of this, or yes, it brings up that memory, but it doesn't mean that you have to relive through that memory. It doesn't mean you have to acknowledge that memory necessarily right then. You can take a quick break and, um, you know, put that to the side to deal with later to figure out why it is so quick to come up or maybe this part of the memory comes up when someone mentions it you know take the time to actually analyze it and I'm not saying you have to do it in the moment but you should in the moment realize that you're not back where the trauma is you know you are only being reminded of it you do not need to relive it in that moment if you do not have the capacity to do so so it's very important to reprogram your negative thoughts and tell yourself that what's happening right now is not what you went through previously calming your body when you are triggered can help you become grounded and get through the experience quicker as well um, calming breaths and muscle relaxation and essential oils can help uh, to calm you and bring you back to your normal self. So it's important to realize that, you know, you're getting triggered. You're trying to tell yourself that, okay, this is not what's happening exactly right now. It's just memories being brought up. It's just, you know, recognizing um, these emotional, scared uh, feelings that have happened before in the past. I need to calm myself. I need to ground myself. I need to realize where I am right here and I am not back to where I was. I need to breathe really slowly and not get caught up in the anxiety and stress and fear of that situation, of those memories. Um, you want to relax your muscles so you don't become tense. And so you don't just kind of curl up in a ball and freeze. And maybe if you're into it, essential oils can help calm you, calm your mind, calm your body. You know, help in addition to muscle relaxation and calming breaths. So I encourage you to find a way to calm your body. Maybe you prefer like yoga or a certain um, stretching routine that helps you to calm. But I would say figure out something that you can do on the go and at home so that you're able to combat your triggers um, at both of those points. Make sure you are not giving in to avoiding your triggers and feelings. You need to face the things that are causing you stress emotional and mental harm. So when I mentioned earlier that you want to shift your mindset and change your perspective and tell yourself that you do not have to relive these memories right now, you do not have to dive into reasons why you are, why this thing is triggering it or why, um, why you feel the need to need to break through right now. So I'm not saying that you should avoid your feelings 
at all. I just think that there is a time and a place. And especially if you're in a social setting and you're really trying hard to continue to be present in that social situation, taking the time to slip away or just be done altogether, unless it's become super overwhelming and stressful. But just deciding to try to deal with it right then and there, um, that can be a tough situation. But it's important to not just avoid it altogether, not just pretend like it's not happening, not just to pretend like it's not affecting you in you anyway. Do you know what I mean? So there's a healthy balance there, realizing that you need to not avoid those feelings. You need to acknowledge them and realize that they are real and they are something that you have to deal with so that you can become stronger, you can become uh, uh, healthier and your best self and be able to move on and not let it continually um, get you all hung up in your feelings and emotions and your past experiences. Um, so some basic suggestions for overcoming your trauma experiences, and I wanted to go ahead and give you a few uh, tips on this, just getting over trauma in general, because yes, addressing your triggers is super important, but also just having a couple tips on just overcoming your trauma in general would be really helpful. And I know that a couple of these tips are going to be things you already know, but again, there's no harm in repeating those things to remind you. Um, so... One of the first uh, suggestions is to give yourself time to heal and recover, no matter how long that would be. So, you know, I find that it's important to mention this because a lot of times we don't give ourselves grace. We don't forgive ourselves. We don't just let ourselves realize that we need the time and the break that we give to other people that other people allow themselves, it's important. It's important to really let yourself heal and recover. And just because someone may have gone through the exact same trauma and recovered in three weeks or three months does not mean that, that you have like a ticking time bomb that you have to recover in three weeks or three months. Maybe you'll recover sooner, you know, and not in without it being forced or made to happen. Maybe you'll just recover in two weeks or two months and, and you'll just feel stronger and be able to move on. But maybe, maybe it'll take you a month. Maybe it'll take you six months and maybe it'll take you two years. You don't know. You just have to take the time that it's going to take you to get over it because if you try to rush it, you will miss some parts that you needed to work on that needed to have a stronger foundation and you might slip back into having to be super overwhelmed and deal with that trauma head on and be exposed or have to experience more triggers. So you should just take the time that you feel like you need and when you're ready to move on, then move on then. Don't force it and don't try to make it happen outside of its own time. Um, asking for help is very, very important. You know, don't be ashamed to ask for help from friends and family or professional help. Professional help is one of the best things that you could definitely do for yourself, even if you don't have super big issues. You know, maybe you just feel like you have something where you feel sad all the time, or maybe you just feel like people are judging you, or you want to be able to like, just not care that people may be judging you, or maybe you are dealing with um, certain mental health uh, struggles, and maybe you are unable to overcome the uh, triggers and the flashbacks of your trauma, uh, despite talking to friends and family and them encouraging you and loving you and supporting you the best way that they know how. Professional help is always available. It's amazing. It's well worth the money and the time and the effort that you have to put into it to get it to work um, 
the best way it can for you. So I encourage you to not be ashamed about that. If people try to shame you about that, just realize that they are jealous. Truly, they are just jealous that they don't have the balls and the guts to go for it themselves. And they're just projecting their own feelings on you, which is unfair because they have their own resolved-ish that they need to deal with. Um, get into a good routine for yourself to heal and feel as quote unquote normal as you can. Routines are super helpful and that can be in regards to just having a workout routine where you're like on top of your workout health regime or a routine that you have in the morning or in the evening or after you do some sort of activity that you do on the regular. Um, having a routine will really help you to feel that normal feeling and feel like you're not so out of place and that you have control over certain things in your life, which is super helpful when triggers come out of nowhere and when flashbacks come out of nowhere, you feel like you're out of control. So having a little bit of control in your your life, um, especially a part of your life that you really super enjoy because so, you should re enjoy whatever routine that you create for yourself um, can be really helpful to the healing process. So I would say like, again, whether it's a morning routine, an evening routine, an afternoon routine, a workout routine, a routine where you just do meditation or yoga or stretching or walking or hanging out with your dog or whatever it may be, find something that's going to work best for you, create a routine around it and have that help you to normalize your life and to feel stronger in knowing that there are things in your life that you can control, that you love, that you enjoy, and that will bring you continual happiness. And the last tip I'm going to share with you on how to overcome your trauma is to get support from others that have had the same experiences. And I understand that this may not be for everyone. This might not be everyone's cup of tea. You might not want to talk to other people that have gone through it because you'll either feel worse or you'll feel like you're making too big a deal out of what you went through. And you should not feel either of those things. Even if you do discover someone that may have gone through something that was super tough and can be perceived by you as harder and worse. Um, or the flip side, it doesn't matter because like I said at the top of this episode, everyone experiences trauma and triggers in a different way. Even if you went through the exact same thing, um, you're going to experience a different than someone else's. So just understand that, internalize that, believe it, tell yourself the truth about that, and then realize that, yeah, if you want to go and talk to someone else that's been through the same thing, you know, camaraderie and teamwork and coming together as a support group is not a bad thing. It's not for everyone but it's not a bad thing. So those are my encouragements for you, my tips. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. Um, again, I'm so sorry that I was late to get this episode out, but I'm so happy that I was able to. I hope that you enjoyed it and it helped you close out the topic of talking about trauma. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.